0: <laughs> back.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm Eric Fisher. This is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity, and I love getting together with Mike Vardy and Steve Dotto every other week at times. In fact, on our Blab, the productivity powerhouse, you can find those over at blab.im slash eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Recently, we did one all about... The fact that we're this far into the new year and how are we with our New Year's resolutions and do we even do those or do we do different things instead? What's the best approach to making change or incremental change or wide swath changes across our lives or our lifestyles? It was a very cool and interesting conversation. I think you're going to really like it because... There's a difference and a nuance in the opinion and the tactics and the approaches across the board from the three of us as well as our live audience that was there. But before we get to that conversation, I want to say thank you to Nasby for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Nasby, in fact, is one of the things that I've been using in terms of tracking and getting a tighter rein on my tasks, but more importantly, the projects that those tasks are components of. Nosby is a tool that I am using along with 300,000 other busy people and teams all over the world to get those tasks done, and to get those tasks done to move those projects forward to completion and being done as well. For myself, nosby has been instrumental in the re-engineering of my morning routine, which if you've ever been a long-term listener of this show, you know that for a while there, for a long while there, in fact— the question, in an ideal world, how do you start your day, was very much part of the mix of the conversational questions that I would talk to my guests about. What I've done with nosby is I've created this really cool thing that is part of nosby which is a, create a template. And by creating that template and putting things in order, every morning I can go right to Nosby. I click Create Project from my morning routine template, and then I have a nice, cool little checklist that I can even check off. On my Apple Watch as I'm doing those things first thing in the morning, priming my day to be the most effective. So that's what I'm using Nozbe for. And the fact, again, that it's cross-platform, so I've been able to gather and collect tasks on the go with my watch, with my phone, or sit down at my laptop, which is effectively my desktop. And it doesn't really matter if you're Mac, PC, Android, whatever. It's cross-platform completely, so it does not matter. You really need to check it out. Head on over to nosbycom slash T-O-D-O. That's N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash T-O-D-O. Using that link gets you a 30-day free trial of nosby Pro, which also gives you access to a second account for a partner for free. See, so if you've got a VA, someone who's a virtual assistant for you, or it's your wife, your husband, a business partner, whatever. You can try Nozbe Pro free for 30 days with that partner by using that code, T-O-D-O. Head on over to nozbe.com slash T-O-D-O. Get you and your partner a free 30-day trial of Nozbe Pro. I know you're going to like it. And I also know you're going to like this conversation with Mike Vardy and Steve Dotto.
0: Welcome everybody to our our semi-weekly blab, the productivity powerhouse, uh, with the 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 powerhouse team of Mike Vardy, Eric Fisher, and I am Steve Dotto. We discuss all things productivity on this particular blab. Often we have a guest, but today we uh, we have we have an agenda. Oh, so Eric, 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 why don't why don't you take the lead? Why don't you open us up today?
1: The idea was, hey, we're near the end of January, so how you doing on those resolutions? And what do you do? Do you do resolutions? Do you not? How do you keep them? How do you, you know, do you let them slide? Do you make a bunch and then let a certain amount slide? I'm curious to see what your uh, perspectives and approaches are. And I'll share mine as well.
2: Yeah, I think that getting that from the chat room would be good too, because this is the time where, where things have, for a lot of people, have fallen by the wayside. Well, we're either about to reveal whether or not we even make them and why we don't, as well as you know, I think you just gave
1: do. us the clue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. There you go. So Eric, what why do we since you brought like sure we'll, we'll I'll see. start? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll Eric. start. Um, I don't.
1: And and the reason that I don't is because uh after so many years in a row of just thinking this year is gonna be the year of whatever, um, I just got sick of doing it. And I thought, you know what? Uh to quote you two. Nothing changes on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, and I I do that kind of humorously, but at the same time, like I literally mean that. Like New Year's Day is a day, and yeah, there's some specialness to flipping the calendar over. But again, digitally, we already do that all the time, or not. I just don't do it. I, I got sick of doing it, probably because I got sick of making them and then not doing them. That said, I have actually started something in January and kept doing it <laughs> this year. Which is a unique
2: story. Let me share it real quick. Yeah, yeah. What did you start?
1: Well, uh, so okay, Mike. This this actually goes somewhat back to you and me at Podcast Movement. Do you remember what we were doing with the streak and everything?
2: Yes, I do remember. You were
1: the one. You were the one pushing
0: me to Mike Vardy and the word streaking should not be in the same sentence. That is (laughs) that is he
2: he said streak, which is similar, but
0: (laughs) it it was similar.
1: But um, basically. You kept pushing me, hey,
2: we got to go work
1: out. We got to go to the gym. We got to go work out. I'm like, we're at a conference. Let's take it easy. Let's go have fun. And you're like, no, man, we'll, we'll get in a quick workout. We'll get our energy up. Then we'll hit the party. And I'm like, all right. And then when you did, when you made me do it once, then I did it. I don't know. We did, I mean, all in all, I, at that conference, worked out three or four times in yes. the two, three days I was there. And I was just Stay like, here. what the heck? Anyway, uh, with the standing desk. I knew that I needed to incorporate that as well, and I was just having a hard time doing it. And then the best workout place here in my town uh, that you're not paying an exorbitant amount for is the YMCA. Well, Mm -hmm. I was going to join back in December 1st, but then I found out they were going to do a deal in January where this $80 uh, registration fee becomes a pay the day fee. So if you join a, if you go in and on January 1st, it's a dollar. If you go in so on and so on, what oh. you pay the day and I'm like, "Well, heck, if I just use the treadmill here at home a little bit just to get, you know, used to it, then I can hit it hard in January and start really getting that groove going." And so I have. So and, and here's the thing, I went today and I went yesterday, but before that I had, I had missed about 3 or 4 days for different reasons, but I didn't let it stop me from getting back in there. And that's the approach I'm taking is just I'm going more towards the, again, as, as Chris Brogan alluded to last show, the Cliff Ravenscraft approach, which is like he just said it and then you just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And, you know, if you miss one, it's not the end of the streak. The streak is that you just keep doing it in perpetuity. So that's what
2: I'm doing. That's awesome. How, so, so you started in December and it's been going yes. strong for
0: eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good for that's you. Awesome. The I mean, biggest challenge. The biggest challenge I've always had, and I and I pay money to go to a class to make sure I do it, uh, and it's and it's obvious because I have such a buff physique now. But the uh, right. the, the the challenge point like for Eric, just a piece of advice, comes when you get sick, and when you get sick and you come back from being sick, that's when it's hard to get back into that routine. At least mm-hmm. that's what I've found in the past. If I if I haven't, yeah.
1: Well, let me point out one thing. Since almost two years ago, since I've stopped working in an office with other people and just working from home or, you know, occasionally the coffee shop, I don't get quote unquote sick anymore. Now I'm jinxing it. And I've said that a few times in the past few weeks, but I really don't. Like I don't like
0: kids in the house. Isn't that awesome? Well, no, I have kids. He has
1: kids. I have kids. I just am very, I mean, I mean, I am extremely careful. I'm doing the multivitamin. I'm doing the standing desk. I'm doing the
2: water. I'm doing, I rarely you know. get, I rarely get sick too. I don't, it's, I, it's, it's much more well. rare. Yeah.
1: That's that's, I guess I shouldn't say I don't get sick. I have headaches here and there. I, you know, there's a yeah. migraine every two, three months or plus, but I deal with it and I can deal with it much better. So good. Stuff. So,
2: so hectic dad mentions that if we dropped the semantics, didn't everybody pretty much set out to accomplish a particular thing in January. The real question is, are you able to stick with it? Did you make it? Did you make progress? I think that's something that we can ask people in. And I want, for me, I don't make resolutions either. Um, for the record, I also did not stick with what Eric was doing. I've only recently started. So I got you. I may have like been the like the, the catalyst well, to a certain extent, like just to get you like it, it in your brain to do it.
1: You gave but, me a taste of what it yeah. used to feel like and I liked it. And in yeah. the back of my mind, it wouldn't let me go. So I knew I had to get back.
2: Well, for me, what I do is, I mean, ever I do three words for the year, like Chris does. I started my I start my year in September to match up with the with the academic year for my for my kids. And also it does kind of match up with the way productivity works. Cause let's face it, in the summertime, no one's really thinking in July, how do I maximize all of my like they're thinking, I can't wait to get out of the house and go to the beach, right? In most in most parts of the world. So uh, for me, what I've done this year for the first time ever is I set up three rules for 2016. Not resolutions, but rules. They are very specific, but they're also, they give me some flexibility. So the three rules that I have, and I've made wallpaper for my iPhone and for my desktop, just to remind me. So the three rules for 2016 are, number one, two drink maximum at social events. I know that once beer three happens or something like that, then all of a sudden, beer four, or maybe beer five happens. And I don't want that I've to I've seen you. I've yes. seen beer four, Vardy. <laughs> and it's, I'm not... I'm not a mean person, but I get a little bit overly fun, more so than usual. So that, that's a rule. So two drink maximum at social events. Number The two rule is work ends at 2.30 on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So with my kids getting home at ending school at 2.30, I want to make a commitment that from 2.30 onward on those days, that's when I'm home with them, which has led me to go back to work on Sundays because I need to make up that time somewhere. So my weekends are now split. Amongst Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and all day Saturday. And then the third rule is no soda pop at home. So I can have soda pop if I'm at a McDonald's. Let's say the kids are at McDonald's and we go there. That's that's fine to have a pop. But if I am at home, there's no soda at home. And I have kept up all of those. Uh, in, in When I was in Texas, I had pop a few times. Uh, but And I actually counted that I broke the rule because when I was at a hotel room, I considered myself to be at home. Um, and I broke the number one rule once and it was while in Texas at the last event. And it was at two separate social events that were about four hours apart, but I still had more than two drinks. I had three in total. So I said, so out of, out of the last 20, what are we the 27th today, last 27 days I have, and I use momentum, the app momentum on, uh, on, uh, iOS to keep track of it. You keep score to keep score. So I have 18 days since I, so the two drink maximum rule I have adhered for since the beginning of, I've missed it one day, January 8th and the snow soda pop rule I have missed. Uh, I've missed about f- six, five days in total since the start of the year. I have a okay. question about the app then. Yep. Is
1: it a positive reinforcement that you're saying, yes, I did that. Yep. Or is it a, no, I didn't do that. Hmm.
2: I get to check it off if I did it.
1: You're checking off that you kept a commitment. Is Yes.
2: Yes. And and the thing is, there's other tools out there like Way of Life. I'm pretty sure Hectic Dad was the one that told me about Way of Life, too, or like that he uses it. Maybe he can mention it in the comments. I know that that is either Hectic Dad or Clueless that said that. For me, uh, I don't need all the data. I don't, I just need to know that it happened. I don't want to see, you know, like here's when, like, I don't want to, I just want it to be very simple. Yes. I just want
1: emotional reinforcement when you glance at it.
2: That's it. So that's what I've done. I like the three rules idea because they are seismic to a certain extent, which means like I can have soda pop if I'm at McDonald's or if tonight, Steve, if we're out, I can have a soda pop because I'm not drinking beer and that would be fine. Uh, If I, have uh you know i can't have beer because i'm on this whole 30 program thanks to courtney carver uh well she she influenced me she was somebody that influenced me at in my last uh talk i will actually want to hear more about that we'll we'll, we'll come, we back come back that, around we'll come back around but but i think that having these uh, seismic rules really helped like that's why i'm able to go back to work on sundays is i looked at my work week and i said i'm only working right now about 28 hours that's not nearly enough for growth so is it okay for me to work sundays and my kids were actually like please because we're you're you're just you're around us all the time so it's okay if you want to work on sundays i'm like great so i've gone back to sunday being and i've themed that day as you would expect i've called it founders day which is the day where i do my review i plan i think about things that are related to the company and then you know the rest of the week is still the same so uh, that's what i'm doing now i don't make resolutions i make rules and those three words still are catalysts for how i map out my entire year and the three rules give me specific specific guidelines that I must follow. And if I break it, then I I've broken the rule and I have to start all over again. You're in punishment. Eric, are
0: you, are you, are you using an app for reinforcement for your workout regime? Um, here, hold on. Let me grab my phone.
1: I, I shared this on uh, Instagram at one point, but basically the fact that because I'm using the Apple watch, let see, that's the, other, that's the other thing that that's the other thing that kind of fell in place. I mean if you can see this you can see all the like yeah. there's full circles so like it's not as What app is that? It's the it's the Apple uh Oh, it's for the watch, right? It's not the watch, it's the activity app that installs when you pair with a phone or with a watch. So, it's only accessible if you have the the watch. But, you know, I'm loving the watch, so you wear the watch during your workout? Yes. I, and I said so it, I turn it on and I say,
0: what strap did you get?
1: I, I'm not using, I, I, I'm using the sport, just the regular sport that yeah. came with it. So, and, and key point here, I bought it from Best Buy for a hundred dollars off the regular price. That was a key piece that like pushed me. You don't more have towards, to apologize.
0: You don't have to apologize. It's not an apology. I probably you wouldn't see, you have bought it. Like if, you feel guilty about no, owning I an Apple watch. I don't at all. I'm, I'm just really kidding. not rich. I'm really not rich. I just happen to have a that. Watch, no, that's exactly no. But well, I, I
1: I really am not rich. Is the key point here? I only considered it because I found it for a hundred dollars less than usual, and now that you have it,
0: now that you have it, would you happily have spent the extra hundred?
1: My mind is more towards the
0: yes on that for sure. Okay. That's yeah. what I suspected, but but you're but you're an engager. You're using. it. So is the oh, Apple totally. Watch, is the fact that you've got a digital representation of your physical commitment to working out, is that helping you because you totally. don't want to yeah. see that blank?
1: Anytime I'm looking at this thing, like it's a reminder of how much activity I've done for the day. And it, it is a little
2: prodding, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm cons- I am mentioned this in the, in the chat, the only reason I'm considering or have ever considered the Apple Watch is because of the activity stuff. That's it. It's but a big, you, but you can get that with the. I mean, I've been looking at you the Withings, the Withings one, the Withings ones that looks more like an actual watch, like a, it's got an analog and all that. I've been looking at that one because it's a one third of the price, and b it it tracks sleep, it tracks activity, it's waterproof. Which is which nice. Model so you it's the Withings. Um, I'll look it up. Uh, I think it's the Withings sport, but I'll I'll look it up. And I'll yeah, we it have six it's
0: limited risk real estate. I don't know if I'd consider any if I'm gonna go with a smartwatch, I don't know if I'd go with anything other than the Apple it's Watch. The ac- yeah, it's the activite pop, I believe is the one that, yeah. uh, that I have. wore I wore a Fitbit for a while until the strap decomposed and I liked it. Or it completely delaminated. But I liked having it. I liked I liked the feedback. And I, you know, I, I look forward to that little vibration each day that told me I'd hit the ten thousand steps. Although my yeah, there's partner felt the- that ten thousand steps for me is not nearly the same distance covered as others because I take very short little steps.
2: The Withings is like one hundred and fifty bucks US, and it looks stylish too. But again. Uh, it depends if, you, if you're already like, that's the thing. If you're already part of the Apple ecosystem, do you want to just have everything that's there like it it's, it's, you're right. Risk real estate's an issue. Like if I ever buy one, then it's like, well, why don't I just get the Apple watch? Because I already, that way I can use it for notifications for all that stuff. So it's, it's on the, but I'm, I'm kind of waiting.
1: It was a complete package type of thing. Honestly, there's a whole, I, I am going to do a follow-up to the uh, podcast episode that I did with you, Mike and yep. uh, Craig. Jero, when we talked about the Apple Watch pros and cons, and he already had one, I was moderator slash on the fence, and you were
2: con, yeah, sort of. I was, yeah, I was largely con at that point. Yeah. I think that I still think that, like for example, last night on the Fit Desk, I did a workout. I mean, I have um, sleep cycle on here, and I just kept my phone in my pocket while I was on the bike, and that tracks your activity too. So I think there are, yeah. I mean, app, the the health app will track it on your phone. So it's not a necessity, but again, there is something about the, again, we're talking about wearables. Wearables has been long touted to be the new tech tech. That so let's, works.
1: we should get so to Steve what Steve does. Yeah. What Steve so, needs to answer the question.
0: I actually, well, my, my, I always just look at the fresh start. I just try and enter the year with energy and to kind of look, you know, have that, that break to kind of clear my mind uh, of, of, uh, you know, of the minutiae that I've been struggling with. Unfortunately, I find that as soon as I get into January, it's the minutiae that drags me back of things that haven't been done. So it's, it's kind of a frustrating thing, but, but, and I do not make new year's resolutions. I do not disappoint myself in that way. Uh, I just, uh, I use January as a time to strategically look and, and try and create a strategic plan for goals. And I, and I will set out the first, only the first quarter worth of products, uh, webinars, that sort of stuff, which is, mm-hmm. which uh, we're, I'm, you know, it always seems to feel really good. At well, this time here we're having six, more success than failure, so it's uh, from that perspective, it's good. But I do have a question for you guys, in, in, in and it is for the productivity space. For when you hear of people making making New Year's resolutions, making New Year's activities, or whatever it is, which ones make the most sense from a productivity space for you? And I, and what I'm thinking of is I hear about guys that do I'm not sure I'm not sure what they call it but it's almost like a digital reboot or an online reboot where they say you know what if I haven't dealt for instance people that have a bit of email overload or message you know they they they're kind of in arrears as far as getting back to people and like things email in bankruptcy type of thing bankruptcy. yeah so they just say that's it you know January 1st if I haven't replied to you in December you're dead to me it's you know that is yeah. that's not going to happen and so I'm starting fresh again now, I, I'm wondering if it, you know that's one thing that kind of makes sense to me. I, and as a person who might be caught in the in the being left behind by somebody, you know, they said, you know, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you, Steve. Uh, when you reach out to them, but I, but you know, if, I, I start fresh at the beginning of the year, and you were lost in that. Or if you maybe you, you send out an email, but do, do you like that idea of a clean cut of saying, you know, anything that's important? What is what is that line from Fiddler on the Roof? Uh, Good news will keep, bad news will refuse to leave. Um, right. but so, so, no, so is, you that's know, cool. it, it, if you just kind of say, you know what inbox might have 5,000 messages might have 8,000, I feel I'm in a quagmire. I'm going to just delete it all. And anything that's important is going to come in and I'm going to try and stay ahead of it now again.
2: I'm okay with that. As long as you have the framework in place to support it, not happening every single January that rolls around. Oh, I think, mm-hmm. I
0: think once you've done it once, you'll like it so much. It will happen every. every I day.
2: De- I, you know what? I don't, I, I would say you, you, the intention is probably there, but without paying attention to it, it probably won't happen because a lot of people have this, they they, can't, they have email bankruptcy or task task app bankruptcy or whatever, or Evernote bankruptcy or whatever they want to call it. I think that if you make the decision that, Hey, you know what? I'm going to start fresh and here's how I'm going to handle dealing with email going forward. So that way this doesn't get as out of control again, then, then yes, I'm all for it. If you don't do that, just say, Hey, you know what? This, everything's out of control. You know, you the old you're dead to me thing, uh, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll respond. I think what happens is that maybe subconsciously as the year goes on, you're like, well, if I don't get to it, then I don't get to it. Like you have to like because it, it, you could do it every month. Really, a lot of people could, could declare email bankruptcy every month if right. they really wanted to or every week. So That's I think it. that you have to have some kind of structural you know, framework in place to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And, and, and that's, that's where I say, if you're going to make that kind of resolution or you're going to make that kind of, you know, choice, then choose to make sure that you've got something in place to support it before you make that choice. What do you think, Eric?
1: Uh, Well, I think that, I think that plays into what hectic dad is saying here is Steve, does that mean you're not buying into January being any different than may August or any other month? And, and, and that's the view that I try to take is January is again, just another month. It is something that you have to. I mean, again, it, yeah, we're looking at a bigger flip of the calendar than usual, but again, it's still just one flip.
0: So. I'm going to get a little bit philosophic. I don't think we're built to treat every day and every week and every month and every year the same. I think that I think that oh, as a, as a species, we live in a seasonal world where we where we right. have seasons. We have seasons of uh, the year, and we have seasons of our life. I, it's a song. I feel like bursting into song. But we do, we do, we do look at that. So we do have uh, a natural ebb and flow to our energy and to all of those other things. So at the very least monthly is too soon for me. Monthly looking at a new month as fresh is too soon. It's, it's, it's not enough time for me to, it's not enough time for me to kind of get completion on whatever it is that I'm I'm looking at. Quarterly quarterly I could do. I I think my, I think my,
2: yeah, I, I think my concern with that, that, you know, philosophical approach to a point is that what we tend to do is we tend to try to follow the seasons of the masses instead of our own seasons. So for example, everybody starts in January. Well, what if that, like, that's why for a long time I didn't start until February because everyone was doing all this stuff in January. And I'm like, look, to me, January is my month to like kind of recharge. That's how I need to be. And with the kids now in school, September is the most logical place for me to have a fresh start because the kids are going back to school, all that. So you can, I think, adjust your seasonal uh, behaviors or maybe you just recognize that that's how your seasons go. It's like me being a night owl versus a morning person. If I listen to all of the advice or what most people are out there, they're a nine to five world. I'd be up at six o'clock in the morning every single day. I've got a. I'm, I have the luxury, which I've chosen to make happen, to not have to do that. I think that the problem with with the way January is portrayed is that it's this is the start of the calendar year. By the way, Chinese New Year's coming up. It, Their start of the is what it's yeah, treated as. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that that that's a. I don't think that's an that's that's not something you should consider. But I think you should also consider. Okay, do my seasons match up with the seasons that are being sent my way by the masses? Sort of. Well. Mike, I was going to ask you about your rules. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it purposeful that you're starting them then right now? Or did they start prior to the new year switching? Like, is it, does it coincide? Like, how are those rules? In other words, are they tied to January or are they tied to your seasons?
2: No, like the, in this case, it's my experiment to tie it with with the beginning of the year. So it was, okay, it, was so it was, trying uh, it now and, for and, the first time. And the reason is because it's hard not to get caught up in the hoopla of January. I actually mentioned that when I was talking about, it. I'm like, you know, January, I mean, the calendar starts 2016. My calendar starts on January. Like that's, you know, that's the way it is. So I figured January. And and the nice thing about that, I guess the way I did it this way is September to December gave me time to set everything else in motion. My three words have already had an impact. I've planned all the way up till next, uh, next August is already themed out. So I said, well, let's try this now and see what happens. So by doing that, it, it's not like I threw everything in at the beginning of January. I said, okay, well, September, we're going to start this. I've got my months already themed. So now let's just add this new thing to the equation and see how it works. That's how I did mm-hmm. it.
1: Yeah. Well, that, and then that plays into Ken's uh, question here is one of the aims of these resolutions to do them long enough that they become habits and you don't even have to monitor it. Really? Uh, I'll say for me personally, like I'm not thinking, about, oh my gosh, am I on track that I'm working out every day? No, that's not what this is about. It's like, I, I, and I am literally taking the Cliff Ravenscraft bent of his rule is, if he had a rule, his rule that he did for a year plus now and lost over 69 pounds, and that's just losing, not to mention the, the muscle <clears throat> he put on and the health shape that he's changed into, was he's going to work out six days a week for the rest of his life. So in other words, he's not putting a, okay, I'm going to try this diet thing on him. He's saying, no, complete 180 from this point forward. Today, you know, the trite saying today's the first day of the rest of your life. But having that perspective, I think, changes things, doesn't it?
2: I I do. And I think that this is an example of why I started the Whole30. And I didn't start it on January 1st. I started this Whole30 program. And what it is, is basically it's Whole Foods. So there no dairy, no sugars, no gluten, no only stuff you buy at Whole Foods. No, no, we don't have Whole Foods in Victoria. <laughs> so I'd be, I'd be, I'd be on a so walk. So you're path. starving yourself. You can, yourself. So you can go organic section at Thrifties. I right. but, but anything like we can't even have legumes because of some of the stuff that's in it. Like during this, cause it's kind of a pseudo cleanse to a certain extent as well. Courtney Carver, we're sitting in San Antonio having, of all things, a nice, really great pizza. And she said, I'm doing this whole 30 thing. And I heard about it at her talk. And I said, well, tell me more about it. And I thought, that's something I can get behind because it's simple. Like, I know I can only eat meats. I know I can only eat vegetables. And I know I can only eat fruits. And meats include seafood and all that stuff. But it, it also allowed me to keep those two rules I set up, rule number one and rule number three, very easily because those were encapsulated inside of it but I didn't start that January 1st. In fact, I wasn't going to start it until I got back from my travels at the beginning of March. But my wife and I looked at the calendar and we said, well, we could start it now and you'd be done in time for your travels to New York. And I said, okay, well let's start it now. It wasn't. And the reason I started it is I was in Texas and I brought one of my custom fitted shirts that I had done about three, four months ago, actually maybe longer. And I didn't realize I grabbed it when I was packing. And It fit very snug, very snug, like to the, and I've never had that. I actually, I weighed myself at the start of the program and you only weigh yourself at the beginning and the end of the whole 30. And I weighed more than I've ever weighed before. I weighed almost 200 pounds and I've never weighed that. And it was all like, yeah, well, (laughs) but it was all, it's all like, like my dad, he's out of shape and he gets the, that, that abdominal fat that makes him look like pregnant uh, that's that, yeah. And I don't want that. So I saw and I saw pictures of myself, and I'm like, hmm. And also, I've got young kids. I want to keep up with them. You know, I'm turning 42 this year. I thought, you know, this is a good thing to try. Mm-hmm. And my wife's often encouraged me to start to do some of this stuff. So I did. And I'm on day 10 today. And the first three days were very difficult. Uh, I was going through like withdrawal, sugar, withdrawal, all that stuff. I can have coffee. I can't have my cognitive because it's got a sugar replacement in it. Oh, I've had wow, to yeah. be very, you know, aware of it. But the reason I started it is wasn't because it's January wasn't because, you know, it was because I thought, you know, I need to eat healthier. I want to be in better shape. What, what better time to start that we we strategically picked the time because if it wasn't now, it would have been in March and we had 30 days So that's why we picked it. And that's it. Like, I think that you can make those decisions and, 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 and it doesn't have to be January when you do it. You just have to have the proper intentions behind it and then make sure you pay attention to it. Like we're, like it was mentioned earlier, resolutions or rules or decisions or whatever you want they're, they're intentions that you need to pay attention to until you don't have to pay attention to them anymore because they become habits.
1: Well said. And hence, I was trying to, you know, I was just like, wait, I gotta get it. I gotta go do some more physical activity. I feel better when I do it. And I was thinking, well, uh, let's just do it now. Why wait till January first? But then the the opportunity to save eighty dollars showed up, and I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, you know, why not? <laughs> I'll but save it, I'll it, save eighty, and I'll save the the one month membership fee. So it was actually like hundred now, now, if
2: you went to the doctor and the doctor said, Eric, you need to start working out. Which he has. If the doctor said, do it now. And you had, oh, well, it's only two weeks till January 1st. I'll just wait. What would you have done? Well, technically, my daughter, my my daughter, who's my doctor, by the way. No. Wow. Um,
1: <laughs> my, my doctor, uh, I saw probably back in October, September, October, November, somewhere in there. And he just basically said, hey, to clear this thing, you know, to basically for blood work and to get my blood work to a better place for insurance purposes, you you'll need to work out. And I'm like, OK, great. And so it was on my mind and I just never got to it. Uh The one other factor about December was the fact that one, it was so crammed full of stuff for holidays, as well as I was going to be in New York for a full week. And it was like, well, that's yeah. a full week that I'm not going to be that I want to pay for the gym. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yep. Yep, so, and, and
1: Daniel J Lewis in the in the uh, chat room says, "My doctor said no more monkeys dancing on the bed. It's actually <laughs> jumping." Daniel, by the way.
2: Um, so hectic dad's got a question. So follow up to me: Are the resolutions that we've intentionally decided not to continue to pursue versus they died on the vine? That's a good. That's a good question. Okay. I can't, no
1: caffeine. That's been one that I've given up at one point, but yeah. and I have. That's one of the past ones that I did do. Like kicked it off on January first. Uh, kept it going through into February, and felt a lot better doing it. But then needed to do it because I was working a second shift job. See, so.
2: and I, I think that that this is why I go with rules over resolutions. And I know there's a the people are saying, "Well, oh, those are semantics." But rules are, and I mentioned this in the chat. Rules are instruct are, are. It's like getting it, like when you go to the jo- when you when you when you have an office job. Like these are the rules of the office. Don't break the rules of the office. Versus resolutions, which are like they're not well i resolve not to do that like i'm gonna try not to break through i can't guarantee that i'm not gonna you know steal someone's lunch but you know i resolve to to make an effort not to do that so rules to me that's that's just how i identify with them so i mean to say a resolution the one i've always broken is no pop no more pop that's always been a resolution that i used to make when i was making resolutions i'm not going to drink pop anymore and that absolute was very dangerous because I would then go, oh, you know what, but I got a soda stream and it's got less caffeine in it. and It's got less sugar. So I'll just have soda stream. And then what would happen is I'd buy a lot of soda stream because, and it wasn't as expensive. So I'd have like a bottle of soda stream per day. And I'm like, well, is that much better? Probably not. So to say, to have these seismic rules, which, again, and I call them seismic because, again, we live on an earthquake fault. But I like the fact that they'll shift under the – like, if there's a lot of pressure and the foundation's shaking, they don't fall – they don't collapse like a house of cards. They're like, okay. So, again, if I – I've said no pop at home, which means if I'm, you know, out tonight with Steve, I can have a pop. And I'm not – well, I can't this time. But <coughs> if I'm out at McDonald's with the kids and say we have to have you – know, we're going to take the kids to McDonald's, I can have a pop. Because that is that 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 doesn't break my rule, so I think that that that's why. So when I've intentionally decided not to continue to pursue them, it's not that they've died on the vine like soda pop. It would be like, oh well, I've got a Soda Stream now, so I'm not going to have any more Pepsi or Coke because now I've got the Soda Stream, which is kind of a big cheat. So I think that that's kind of how that that's worked out for me. What about
0: you, Steve? I like the idea of the rules that that uh, that Chris was talking about last time, but I'm wondering about the difference between. A resolution which is negative, I will not do this anymore.
1: And a mm-hmm. resolution
0: which is positive, I will work out. Oh, yeah. Well, I,
1: I mean, I was, I think I want to always opt to go positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think, because I yeah, think –
0: yeah.
1: Anyway, I, and Mike, that's why I was asking you how you were positively tracking your not doing – certain things
2: yeah because yeah my my rules are my rules are no 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 they're all no they're all no they're all 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 stopping something yep and and i think that's the difference also between rules and resolutions like do not do this Do like like the 10 commandments do this or don't do this like they're very absolute like do not tell a lie do not like i think that those kind of things have power but but my 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 positive stuff are the three words that i choose which are does this promote health does this promote you know like that's where i think the positivity comes in for me
1: what are your three rules again? The one is the no no soda pop. At number home. number
2: number one is a two is two drink maximum at, at social two drink events. maximum. Okay, at social right. events at home social I, event. I, at social event at home I can go crazy. I
0: have eight beers, but no pop, <laughs> and
2: actually and, and yeah, but no pop. <laughs> um, uh, two two work ends at two thirty, which I don't. Which is which again is a no more work after two thirty. That's I mean that's the way it works for me. And number three is no soda at home. Okay. So those are all like, no, you do not. That's where everything ends. Whereas my three words are, uh, I want to focus on impr- in, in you know, in, in, on my health. I want to focus on being more helpful. I want to focus on having a more harmonious life. And oddly enough, if you think about those three rules, they actually are definitely promoting my three words.
1: Yeah, they, they go that direction. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is often we hear, and I'm curious to get your take on this, is that if you're going to go the route of a no when you're removing something and that's your quote unquote rule or resolution that you also want to fill it with something else. You know what I mean? Repl- a replacement in other words.
2: Yeah. And I think that that's what happens here is those three words, which by the way, I started using in September because that's when I start my year. Those kind of were already fully entrenched into what I was doing around my decision-making. The three rules are just like, Hey, these are rules that you've set and they are definitely, they benefit you. They benefit those three words. Like the last, the last, uh, the, the health one, well, there's no soda pop and the, and the two drink maximum definitely are benefit health as well as create harmony to be, to be honest. And same thing with uh, being out of work at two 30 it's helpful and it's great for, for my life in terms of harmony because I'm with my kids more often. So I think that, that that's why those work. For me, and right now, remember, we're only a month into the new year, so who knows? If, if these rules work throughout the year, then I will probably add it to my routine. I pick three words for September, and then I pick three rules for January.
0: So, so Alexander, it does ask a practical question. Do you guys think it's beneficial to break your day into 30, 60, 90-minute micro tasks? I don't know how a
1: 90-minute qualifies as micro but <laughs> if it's like building a house
0: and you can do it in I think
2: yeah, I, I think it's like do we schedule- like i mean do, is it scheduled like i i think is it scheduled is that that's kind of what uh what that means, like, do we say, okay, do we use our calendar for that? I don't use my calendar. I mean, I, I theme my days, which allows me to kind of do do the, the themed stuff outside of the stuff that's scheduled on my calendar. So yeah. no, I, I would say I don't schedule. I don't break my day out. And I don't think it's beneficial for me because my days are themed. So if I'm not doing whatever okay. I'm scheduled to do at that time, which is like this blab or an appointment that I'm looking at my theme for the day and I'm saying, okay, well, what's my, you know what? Okay. So today's a Audio video day Wednesday. So what am I doing related to audio video? That that's kind of how I break it up. I, I would say that I don't break the day into those
1: segments of time, um, especially not fifteen minute. But you know, when using a focus technique like a Pomodoro method, then yeah, I'll I'll select a task and then work it through that technique. But you know, I'm not going to make a ninety minute meeting or a ninety minute chunk of time where. Unless it's broken down into smaller pieces, where then I take breaks of that as part of that ninety
0: minutes. What about you, Steve? Yeah. I do use when I know I have a task to do. I do use uh, distraction techniques to to eliminate distractions. So something like using a you know the thirty for thirty time or thirty thirty timer or something like a Pomodoro, where I where I time out a task and I just try and eliminate all distractions for that task. But but so often, I mean, I, I just end up even though I'm not a really good multitasker anymore. Uh, much of my day is spent juggling a few different things just because of the nature of uh solopreneur. Yeah. So, so I don't, I never, you know, I never, I do DeMarc, uh, you know, a couple of hours in the morning that uh did for video and uh, you know, when I go into the studio and I work on things and I try and keep that the same, but the rest of the day is usually pretty flexible. Right.
2: And one of the things I found by now moving Sunday and adding Sunday to my work schedule is that some of my household stuff, happens during that 2:30 to 5:30 block that I'm home with my kids. So if the kids are like my daughter needs to do some homework, I'll help her with that. I'll play like we just got the new Lego Avengers game. It just came out like Tuesday. So my son's like super excited about that. So I'll, and, and right now the weather is not really allowing us to go outside that much, so we'll play we'll play like spend maybe an hour doing that and then I'll start preparing dinner. So really that that is fairly structured just the way it goes. But in some cases, it's like, hey, kids, I'm going to do the dishes or let's do some stuff. Like, so household stuff tends to fall into that realm, but I'm doing it with my kids. So it's family time. So I think that sometimes it just falls into a structure just because of the way that once you involve other people. And that's why some people say when, when I was in the, doing my talk uh, a couple of weeks ago, someone said, oh, well, I can't do that because I don't have I'm, I'm not in control of my schedule. Uh, so I, I, how can I theme my days because I don't have, you know, I am working with other people. Well, I mean, there are going to be instances where you have to do what other people are doing at that time, but it's when you don't have that, when you have that solo time to yourself, instead of being, instead of getting into this position where you've got, okay, I've got this times block schedule to do this specific task to say, okay, what do I need to do now? Well, today's Monday, Monday's writing day. So what writing should I work on? That kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I've actually had a themed day. Uh, for the past three weeks now on Monday where it's kind of easing back in to the work week. Mm -hmm. And I actually – a friend of mine is a co-worker – he's not a co-worker, a remote worker like me for a completely different thing. And so we both go to the coffee shop and we co-work together. And so we have our water cooler time. We'll go and we'll you know walk the two minutes to somewhere and we'll get lunch and we'll have a coffee. And in between all that, we're sitting there and we're like – Grinding away on stuff, but it helps us to break up the day that way. To have like someone say, "Hey, one. did, you, hey, I just heard David Bowie died," you know that kind yeah. of thing, and talk about it for twenty minutes, and then get back down to work, and it feels so much more natural or human. I don't know than than it does to just be like staring at a screen with text and things all day. You know,
0: I always find it curious the fact that when I'm on the road and I do go into a Starbucks or into a into a location where I can just sit down and and work that I get more done than sitting in my hotel room or, or even sometimes that I feel like I'm doing it at home. I just, it, it puts me in a different zone. Is it, Yeah. you guys know change why that
1: it It's one, it's change of scenery, possibly the ambient
2: and uh, whatever the, atmosphere, the, everything that's going on around you. You see people yes. you it you to feel focus like, more. yeah. Or you, you feel think, like you need to join up with like, they're all doing work. Like, well, I better do some work, even though that's not something that you think about consciously, subconsciously, you're like, or you say, I'm going to the cafe to, to work. Right. Like, even though you don't say I'm going to go do that, that's kind of what happens. I mean, I actually find in hotel rooms I get a lot done, but that's because it's the only time when I'm on the road that I'm by myself and there's no one around. Right. Right?
1: It's the it's the it's the compressing of the time and task together. You know, the whole work expands to fill the time you give it. Well, okay, I'm going to go to this coffee shop and I've got two hours. I have to get
0: this done. Parkinson's law. Yeah. yeah. Because airplane time has always been.
2: Yes. I was going
0: to just simple. say. That's the other one.
2: Yeah. yeah. Airplane time. I throw on my headphones. No one talks to me and I am writing or reading or doing whatever. I don't even buy. I mean, it's, I think I can count on every trip. Maybe I bought internet once on the plane. Cause I, I need, there was something I needed to. I rarely do that. I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't but, know Why would I, I know you drink pop on the plane, Mike? I've had in the past. And, and yes, That's you're driving. right. The odd beer, and I have had the odd beer, but that was before the beer, whole party. Beer. Let's 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 get to Laura's. Let's. Get
1: well, on. it's it's not home, and it's not a social occasion. So is true. this is true. Let's get not breaking any
2: rules. rules. No, I'm <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm like that employee that looks for things like the end around for. Hey, look, man, I wasn't at home. Loophole. So, Loophole, Yeah, exactly. Laura asks, "Do you set up rewards for yourself when you accomplish certain stages of your goals, etc.? You know,
0: I have, do, but my partner never agrees to the goal. The goal. <laughs> I'm just saying
2: I think when I check off the things in momentum right now, that's about as close as I got or or when I cross off, like when I was doing journaling every day, it's now become a habit to cross off my calendar. But that's after I do a journal entry. So I don't think I think they're like little mini rewards, but they're not like, go get a you can have a beer because you wrote those thousand words or you could have, you know, a piece of cake or whatever. Like that's what some people do. I don't have those anymore. I can't even remember when I did. So, no, I wouldn't say I do. What about you, Eric? Gosh. Um,
1: Well, for me, one of the – my my Apple Watch – Hectic Dad said Apple Watch is going to be his for specific goals in January and February, and that's motivating him. Mm -hmm. Well, I went the other end of it. I said, well – and my wife really liked this idea. I said, hey, I was kind of thinking about the Apple Watch for the fitness and and other things. Got a promotion – that was significant in December. I said, you know, I kind of like to have a, Hey, I got a happy, I got a promotion thing. And she was like, if you can also add that as, Hey, that's my Christmas gift to you, then you got a deal. And I'm
2: like, all right, but now I, I love what happens when you get married. And that's something like, what do you, yeah, it just becomes like the, we used, okay. to, be, we
1: used to be our own. boss. So, so here's <laughs> the thing. I pre-rewarded myself. And because I knew the nature of the thing was going to carry me through. And, you know, one, you know, quote, playing with the tech toy was going to get me somewhere by using it. And and it has.
0: You know, for me, I'm going to sound like Steve Jobs. The journey is the reward. But most of my tasks are focused on something building either with my community or with my business as far as revenue. So if I look at a video that I post, if I do a good job on the video, to me, the reward is... The engagement in the video, yeah. and and when I accomplish a, t- a, a task like launching a product, the reward is looking in the PayPal account. So I'm I'm very motivated from those from those things. But I'm lucky that the business that I work in has tangible results to almost every activity that I participate in. Does that make sense? Right
2: right yeah and that does make sense, and for me, I mean, I think the same thing kind of happens you know i mean i 'll see somebody respond to saying, you know like, Hey, that was a really great newsletter or whatever, like those, but I 'm going to do that stuff, I think anyway, I just want to make sure I do it well, so for me like these these other things that are related to like my kids being able to play with my kids those kind of rewards without you know getting short of breath, uh those kind of things are are rewards into themselves, so I think that that for me it's it's a little bit different. What about this uh, actually Dad asked will any of you set Goals, resolutions, whatever for February. And what are they? I'll answer quickly for mine. Uh, mine's to work on the night owl book proposal because that's my theme for the month of February. Uh, the rules will still stand fast and my three words are still propelling me to, but that's my, that's my, that's my theme for February. So that's how I do. And every month has a theme except for June, July, and August this year because those, those months are the ones I don't theme. What about you, Eric?
1: Uh, mine, again, mine isn't going to go with a hard set. Okay. Cross this line and then things change motif. I've already been looking at, okay, cool. I love how I feel when I'm done working out. And that's a reward right there. I forgot to mention, how do I make sure that I don't not go? Is there, you know, what are, what are the main causes as you know, do I squeeze too much time in? Have I not blocked it out on the calendar, et cetera, et cetera. And I've already been analyzing and you know, removing the the roadblocks or the obstacles to that happening. So
0: have you created, a, do you list, like listen to podcasts or do any professional development work while you're working out? I cannot
1: listen to a podcast on a treadmill anymore because it does not get, it doesn't get me motivated, and but music? I'll listen. I will listen to a music and I will listen to music. And, and that's actually something that's rewarding because I hardly ever get to listen to music in general anymore anyway, and just enjoy it. Um so there's that but also I listen to a podcast on the way there and back as I drive so I'm actually fitting in extra podcast listening time again now finally too
2: I listen. I'm listening to books and stuff when I'm walking or like, so I go for a walk every Sunday morning. I have music for that. But then when I'm on the fit desk or something like that, I actually have an audible account and I put the sleep timer on. That's when the book stops. That's when I get off the tread when that's when I get off the bike because audible has a sleep timer on their app. So I'll set it initially. I was setting it for 30 minutes. Now I've gotten to the point where I can set it for 60. So I, I basically when the book stops and audible goes to sleep, I'm done biking. So that way I know I've biked for an hour. So I don't even have to look at the timers. All I look at is see how far I've biked. And I'm now at the point where I'm biking about 15 miles in that hour on, on the fit desk. So, uh, and you know, and I'll make notes. That's the other thing is if I, cause books to me, at this point, and I've, I wrote about this recently in my newsletter. I said, you know, I'm, I'm not listening to as many podcasts right now. I'm listening to more books. Right now I'm listening to – I just finished listening to The Rise by Sarah Lewis. And now I'm listening to Bill Walsh's The Score Takes Care of Itself. And there's some real gems in these books. And because it's a common theme, like I, I'm, I'm having this – I get to look forward to. It's almost like a look forward to. Like, oh, I, I get to listen to this book now too versus I have to hop on the bike versus – uh, OK, well, what podcast am I going to listen to while
0: I'm, you know, it removes that decision mm-hmm. from the equation, too. So what about you, Steve? I still do listen to podcasts. And one of the reasons I listen to podcasts is I've kind of become part of that social media community. And so many of my peers do podcasts that it's kind of a way to keep up with them. Plus, I learn a lot from them. But I also just don't want to, you know, I don't <laughs> when I see them at social media marketing world or something. I don't want to say, oh, are you do a podcast. I want to be able to say, yeah, I enjoyed this or that. So it's uh, I I do it for that perspective as well. But I do love the idea of the books, and I yeah. do love, as I mentioned last time, that whisper sync concept. I I recently switched over from the Kobo, which I clung to for too long yeah. because it was a Canadian product. I switched over to the Kindle, and I'm very 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 happy.
1: So what's a what's a landing point here for uh, people when they're talking about these major life changes or even minor life changes when it comes to resolutions or times of year, etc.
0: You know what I could take from – I think that when you think about – if you think about setting resolutions, you might want to think about reframing them. Mike's talking about having the words that he and Chris Brogan share, that concept, reframing. And the thing that I would say is I'm willing to bet if somebody was to do research that if you set a positive goal as opposed to a negative thing, that you're going to be more successful looking at something positive. Uh, Like you, Eric, you didn't say, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going (laughs) to get thinner. You said I'm going to exercise more. I like how I feel from exercising. You were mm-hmm. setting something which there's a reward in itself, and you're thinking about it from a positive perspective. I think ultimately you're going to have more success in that particular space, and that's what I'm going to take away from this. As for me, I think that
2: my the way I treat these, you know, the way I start my year, whether you know whatever it is, is that I have both a boundary of like the positive reinforcement of these three words, and then the other boundary, which is the here's where you draw the line in the sand. And what's interesting that I uh, is I actually, and I was talking to um, Graham Alcott, the productivity ninja about this uh, yesterday. And I was talking about like how everything I look at somehow productivity seeps into the equation. Cause it's what I do. All the rules I have will help me be more productive. If I don't drink as, you know, if I don't have more drinks, I will have a, I won't have a hangover the next day. I'll be able to be more productive. Uh, you know, same thing with the workday. I structure my days in a way that allows me to be more productive. Same thing with the soda pop thing. I mean, my energy levels have gone up because of this whole 30 thing as well. I'm reading more. My Sunday walks. All these things support more productivity, um, but not like just getting more done. It's more having the clarity and focus to get more of the right things done. So I think that when, you, when you're when you deciding, do I want to do resolutions? Do I want to have rules? Do I want to have themes? They they give you these boundaries That your brain can gravitate towards and know, okay, well, this is where the line is drawn. This is what, what I should be doing. And then you can dig into the minutiae a little bit more. So I think that that, and if you fall, like you said, I mean, some people need specifics, like Eric saying, I want to work out to feel good. Well, some people need to say, I want to lose a hundred pounds. And that's fine. If you need to quantify it, that's okay. Just make sure that that's the, like, don't say I'm going to work out every day until I lose a hundred pounds, because then you're adding another element of difficulty to it. Like give yourself some seismic capabilities in there because you don't want, if, if you get sick or if you end up going, traveling on the road for an extended period of time and you say, okay, well, where's my, Oh, I can't bring my workout gear with me. Or I, I forget to bring it. How is that going? You know, you want to make sure that you've got some malleability there, because if you, you've got nimbleness there, then you're going to be able to make them stick and, and, and be more consistent with them. Good call. I That's think awesome. we're we're at the end mark. We are. You, are, place you land. Yeah. You, yeah. This is great. We actually wrapped up. I thought we stayed focused.
1: So, what do you do when it comes to New Year's resolutions? Or Making incremental change in your life, how do you approach it? Do you just try to kick that sucker into gear and move forward, changing everything all at once? Do you say I'll move seasonally and I'll I'll make changes for now? I'll or do you swap things out? What do you do? How do you approach it? You can find the show notes to this episode over at beyondthetodolist.com dot com slash one two five. And you can leave a comment there about what you do and how you do it. I would love to have more of a conversation and a dialogue with you about that. Thanks again to Nasby for supporting this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Make sure to go grab your free Nozbe Pro account for 30 days for you and your partner. Whatever that person is doing for you or with you, you can both get that free Nasby Pro trial. Head on over to nozbe.com slash T-O-D-O. That's nozbe.com slash T-O-D-O. You'll save an additional 10% off when you sign up for that Nozbe Pro account moving forward if you use the code T-O-D-O as well. Thanks again to Nozbe for supporting this episode, and thanks again to Nozbe for supporting my productivity. Thanks again to you, the listener, for listening. If you liked this episode, head on over to beyondthetodolist.com slash iTunes and leave a rating or a review to let me know what you think of this episode and this show in general. I would be grateful if you did. Thanks again, and I'll see you next episode.